0: Join Kristen Ace in conversations about shifting our perspective and being more connected in a conscious way with the earth, each other, and ourselves. Share in the laughter, light, and illumination of Good Vibrations.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Good Vibrations with Kristen. It's spring. I'm so excited. And so, because it's spring, I wanted to bring a guest in who honors Mother Earth. And our guest today is Carol Huber of Groat Green Morristown and she's also a landscape architect and she also runs the community gardens in Morristown. Carol? Hello, Kristen. Hi, welcome. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. So when I recently went to a fundraiser you had, uh, one of your co-founders said when we first started uh, Grow Green Morristown, it was three chicks and an idea. So tell everybody... What happened? Because that was pretty amazing to me, where you started and where you are now, in a very short amount of time. So the three chicks were myself, Myra Bowie McCrady
0: and Samantha Rothman, and we had just finished um, working on a uh, redevelopment project in town that we were actually fighting and hoping that it wouldn't happen. And we spent five years um, sort of rallying the troops to that, and one, and, and it was all over with, and the development did not happen. We kind of all looked at each other, um, these friends <laughs> that we made through this thing, and we said, what next, you know? <laughs> and so um, Myra knew about this empty lot on Early Street right in the middle of town, um, and she thought, you know what? Community gardens are like a great thing, you know? Right. Um, so we got in my car, and we drove around town. We drove past this abandoned lot and said this would be a perfect community garden. Right. The location is beautiful. It's next to two senior centers. It's right down the street from the high school. And it's in a,
1: um, a pretty mixed um, community. Right. And what we, one of the challenges that in Morristown has been getting the communities to work together, the Latin community and the non-Latin community to kind of meld t- together and be together. And this place is kind of right in the center of all of it where you could bring in everybody to kind of that's exactly right. So what happens is when you're working
0: side-by-side side with somebody that you might not even know, right. um, you start talking about your tomatoes, you know. So everybody's <laughs> got something in common at a community garden, right. and um, you make friends that way. And then next time you're walking through town, all of a sudden you have the seniors waving, Hey, how are you, Carol? And then you have some Latinos that garden two beds down from you that you don't even um, share a common language, but you're waving and smiling as you're crossing
1: the street. Right, and so what the community garden does is, besides it being really healthy for people to plant their own herbs and fruit uh, vegetables and flowers, it brings a community actually together. Absolutely. Huge community builder. Yeah, so that is very exciting, and that just kind of... I, I remember that when you had the clean-out party of that space, and me and the kids and Uh, my husband, also, we all went to help clean up the space. That's right. And volunteers from all over town came. Yeah, it was amazing. Now, am I right? And I think I'm right. But when you took the space, it was just like, a. it was for a while. So the developer said, okay, you can have this until we actually get in there and start developing the space. But because when you do, we're going to put up a big, huge building there.
0: That's absolutely right. And that's the other really cool thing about the Early Street Community Garden is that it was in a redevelopment zone, and that pro- that property was slated for development. Um, there was an owner, Tim Jones, and he was under contract with the larger redevelopment agency. And so, when we looked up the tax maps, found out who owned it, called him up. He said, "Well, come on down, let's talk." We met with him and um, told him what we wanted to do, and we thought he would laugh. And say no. <laughs> but actually, he no, said, "No buildings going there." That sounds like a pretty cool idea. Why don't you
1: use the property while it's just sitting there, right now? Tell everybody what's happened since then, because there was going to be a building there, wasn't there? And they, absolutely, that space was going to.
0: So, um, so when it came time for that piece of property to be developed, um, with the recession, I think that has helped us tremendously. That the the, the uh, there wasn't the need for big, fancy condos at that time, and there wasn't um, support from banks for those types of projects. So the developer wanted to do a low-income project right there. Um, and, and the truth is that, that the whole town came out against it, and not at all because it's low-income, but because we all know right now that low-income
1: should be mixed into right. every development across yeah, town. It's basically not they wanted to build a ghetto. That's what it's going to end up having to be. Everybody should be mixed together. Right, right. So
0: the town came out and, um, and, and said that wasn't a good idea. W- had nothing to do with the garden, but again, was lucky for us to get the garden for another year or two. Right. But now, are they going to keep the garden? So, yes. So um, the, <laughs> the greatest the <laughs> news is that um, sometime within the next few weeks, the town is actually going to close on that property and own it. And Grow It Green, Morristown is going
1: to have the management of that property. Wee! Infinity. So here is a situation, everybody, where three people got together and said, this would be a great thing for our town. And it went from being something that was going to be either a high rise, which is totally not needed for the town, or a big block of low rent housing, which is also not healthy for anybody. So now it's a garden, and it's a garden in perpetuity. Absolutely right. So when I hear people go, oh, we can't do that, they're going to take it, you just keep moving forward and let the universe take care of all the details of how that community garden is going to be the towns forever.
0: That's absolutely right. And so the other great thing about that is that, you know because we were there on borrowed time um we weren't able to put a lot of money into that site not knowing if it was our last year but now that we're going to own it you know we're going to have a capital campaign starting um within a month or two to raise money to make that the most awesome community garden in the United States and then can you get grants for that we absolutely can get grants Yay! for that. It's the low spot in that whole neighborhood, so we're going to be planting a rain garden in the center of it, which will be right. a great ed- educational feature for the high school students down the street mm-hmm. um, with a boardwalk over it. We're going to put a connection through to the church behind us so that the seniors won't have to walk all the way around the block now oh. um, and really create a community space. But even more exciting is that we're going to push the gardens back about 30 feet and create take that 30 feet in the front of the garden and create a parklet for that
1: community. Oh, that is amazing.
0: Yeah, that's going to be really fun. <laughs> and we don't know what that parklet's going to look like, but we're going to
1: gather the neighbors in one room and say, what do you want to see here? Right. And, um, Carol and I worked on a project before, and it's really exciting to work with the neighbors and say, what do you think is the best thing here? Because actually the neighbors know what the best thing for the neighborhood is, because they live there. Right. Instead of having some developer come in who who's like, well, this is what I I'd like to see here even though I don't live here. And when I'm done, I leave and go back to my town. That's exactly right. And with all the different cultures in that um, mm-hmm.
0: community, it'll be really fun to to, to to be able to get somebody to say, you know, well, in my hometown in South America, we had right. this thing that was really popular. And, you know, is there a way we could do that here?
1: Right. And that also brings not only their culture into our culture, but it also helps us learn more about the people who are our neighbors and let them get some buying into the neighborhood. That's right. Yeah. So it's all really exciting. Yes. And so and then to move on to another inspiring thing that Gr- Gro Green Morristown does is the farm behind the the school. So yes. tell us about that because that's very also very very exciting.
0: Okay, so that same day that we drove around and found these buffered <laughs> community cards, they
1: were very busy.
0: <laughs> we um, drove um, behind the school board um, headquarters, which is the Lafayette Learning Center. So it's the headquarters of the Morris School District, and then there's also a preschool there, and they have this gigantic field behind it because it used to be the junior high. Oh, I didn't
1: know that. So okay.
0: there were play there was playground equipment there there's a soccer field there um but it hadn't been used and it's big beautiful flat sunny spot perfect for a garden so we thought you know this would be a great school garden um but instead of being for one particular school it could be for the entire school district because it's on school property wow and so uh again we talked to the school board completely expecting them to say no <laughs> <laughs> um, and in fact, we asked for about three acres <laughs> of property, and they um, they said no. <laughs> they gave us a small piece, um, which in the end turned out to be perfect. It was just um, a little under half an acre. And we fenced it
1: and fundraised, and um, now it is the urban farm at Lafayette. And now you get grants because you grow food there that goes to our school systems. Is that correct? That's correct. So during the school year... The
0: food that we grow there goes to the preschool kids that are in the school there. Mm -hmm. Um, The high school gets Mm -hmm. um, greens for their salad bar and whatever else the chef walks through the garden once a week and and, and decides she wants to use. That's great. Um, In the summertime when there is no school, the Interfaith Food Pantry and the Community Soup Kitchen get the most of the food that's grown there. Mm -hmm. Um, The kind of fun thing about the Urban Farm is it's really not there to grow food, to donate. It's really there for education. So all the schools from the Morris School District, which is Morris Town, Morris Plains, and uh, Morris Township, um, come there with their classes to learn about where their food comes from. And, um, and then, so instead of having, you know, a huge field of tomatoes, you know, we might have 12 different kinds of tomatoes. And, right. and so a lot of different things that you might not normally do because it's all about teaching people different things and what they can eat.
1: And um, so it's a really great model for a school garden. Well, and also, if we are teaching our children where their food comes from, how it, it is produced, what it tastes like when it comes out of the garden, which is vastly different than what it tastes like when it gets to the grocery store, then these children grow up with a different sense of um, how they want to see their world and how they want to uh, manifest health in our society today. I mean, for me, I think a lot about health and society, and I think a lot of it goes back to food. Like, what do we put in our bodies, particularly with the obesity rate with children? So you're taking these children who, you know, percentage-wise, there's more obese children than there are non-obese children at this point in our school systems. And you're, you're showing them, this is your food. This goes into your body. Yes. This is how it it all cycles around. Yes.
0: And the really great thing is that they come out early, like the, the classes have already started, um, and they're planting things like spinach mm-hmm. and radishes, which grow very fast. They're going to come back again before school is out and actually pick the spinach and radish. And um, if you're there when that happens, their parents are standing behind them going, shaking their heads, saying there's no way they're going to eat that, and they are gobbling it down and asking for more. Because they planted it. They,
1: cre- they helped create. They worked with the earth.
0: It's very exciting and yes. gratifying. It's very gratifying. Um, And it's just, to see the kids' faces is just amazing.
1: Yeah. And I was there recently when the Girl Scouts were there to uh, paint one of your chicken coops. Yes. So there are also chickens there. And are you guys, do you guys have have eggs? And are you going to start collecting eggs, doing things with the eggs? Or are the chickens also educational?
0: Um, Yeah. So the chickens do a couple things for us. Yes, they they produce a lot of eggs for us, which we actually... um, Give to some of our donors and use in a very small CSA that we run out of there. Very, very small time, though. But to mostly the people who volunteer there get the eggs. We don't right. sell the eggs. Um, but the things that chickens do for an urban farm is all the weeds that could get pulled out of the garden just get thrown in a big heap into the chickens' fenced-in area. You end up with this huge heap and you think that, you know, this is never going to go down. The chickens just go through that and compost it. They they peck, peck, peck until it's all broken up. They've eaten all the um, insects out of that. And at the same time, they're fertilizing it. And then once that pile gets like about one-third the size, it gets put into the compost bins. So they are helping us speed up the composting process and giving us healthy soil to put back into the garden.
1: And then you teach children all about composting and cycling the ground and taking good care because I think one of the issues that we have in America today is we have these huge plots of land that we just plant one thing, one thing, one thing, one thing, one thing. And Mother Earth, all her nutrients get depleted and she cannot give us then food in that area absolutely i mean one of the things that
0: samantha rothman and farmer sean work on during the winter time is crop rotation right you know okay we've had these plants in this bed this year that really deplete the soil so next we're going to put legumes in there that are going to add nitrogen back into the soil and throughout the garden all of that we are on an organic garden and um, companion plants you know planting basil near things that that the We'll keep the bugs away from those specific plants. Yeah,
1: see, and that's very exciting. And we teach, we're teaching our children about crop rotation. So yes. it becomes intuitive for them. And when they move up into the world, they can say, hey, I learned this thing. And I think that there's a way that we can feed 100 million people in a more healthy way. Absolutely. And, and
0: you can read it in a book, but when you feel it, touch it, see it, it's mm-hmm. completely different.
1: Right. Well, it has a vastly different um, impact on your life. Yes. So this is very exciting. And you went from just this teeny little space to getting some grants. And are you not expanding? You are, aren't you? We are, yes. So
0: we had a fundraiser a few weeks ago. We called it Fund the Farm. And the idea is that um, the farm has been so popular um, that we actually need to double the size of it. So we were able to raise enough money to double the size of the urban farm. Um, which we will be starting in about three weeks. We'll, the fence will come in, and we will slowly um, start to put in beds we 're going to put in a small orchard we 're going to have a much bigger area for the chickens and um and what 's going to be in the orchard well i um I, i'm not sure yet. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely some apple trees, okay. um, but I, I, I met a man at the recycling center this morning that wants us to have some pawpaw trees in there, and he's he has some. What are, what are some. pawpaws? <laughs> pawpaws are a native New Jersey tree um, that have small fruits about the size of your thumb, a little bit fatter. And um, What do they taste like? They're very sweet, almost like a very soft plum. Oh. So I thought, you know, what a great thing to have some native fruiting trees in there because that's another great lesson and there aren't very many pawpaws in the wild in new jersey if there are any at all okay so um i thought that was really fun and you know that's where you make these crazy connections at the recycling center center.
1: (laughs) (laughs) hey how you doing good i want some pawpaws all right then let's get on that (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly how it happened right that's exactly what then that's what is so exciting about the community garden because it's that's just what you just said we're all meeting there that's where the ideas start to formulate, and then we go to our town, government, and say, this is what we want. Yes, absolutely. And how exciting that the school board went from, all right, we're going to give you this teeny piece of land, to, oh, all right, double the farm. Yeah. Was that, uh, this, was that
0: easy? It, it was easy. The school board has been fantastic. Um, and I think that, you know, for us, of course, we appreciate so much having the land, but I think that they also see what it's doing for the school, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, every school... Beginning of school, there's some parents, their kids are new in the school. They want to put a, a school garden in, and the and the principal says, "Well, okay, you know." But three years later, that parent moves on, and that right. garden sort of disintegrates. And not only that, but in the summertime is when most of the produce is happening, and there's, there's no one there, there, there to, to water of, right. it. So this is perfect. Um, we have a full time farmer. We have we're going to have three interns this summer, which is really exciting for us. Wow. Um, so they're going to get a lot of work done. And um, it gets taken care of, and the, the, the teachers just call us up and um, talk about a schedule when they want to come in. What is it on the core curriculum that they're working on right now that we can work a curriculum into, and that's what we teach
1: them. That's exciting. So yeah. it, it coordinates with what the kids are learning. So yes. they get a double dose of what it really means. Yes, and it all fits into the New Jersey State core curriculum, which is um, really important for the teachers. Right. And I know at least, um, at least in the elementary schools, that our teachers are very supportive of this, and that they come a lot to the to the farm. They do. It's been a really big success with the um,
0: elementary schools. It's a little harder for the junior high to get to the farm, so we help them design a garden for the junior high that, that they will was be installing just soon. Just what I was going to ask you
1: about. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the plans for that. It's very exciting. So it's going to be right outside of the junior high school. It's going to be right outside the junior high school. um, And I
0: think part of it is a garden, but part of it is just a place for like if the English teacher needs to just get their kids out side and and so we've set it up so that there's a little mini amphitheater there so that the kids could be sitting and there's sort of a central classroom so that it'll work for any classes that's Um, exciting farmer sean will help them in the winter time in the classes with with designing what they're going to plant and and starting seeds but they're going to run it that's not a garden that green morristown is going to be running
1: okay that's exciting when do they get working on getting that instituted I, I'm not really sure. Okay. I know that it has been funded. They were very lucky to get it funded by a
0: corporation. And oh, so I think wow. it will be soon.
1: Oh, that's really exciting. Mm-hmm. So all of these things just in, in a small town around the earth and how we work with the earth and how we need to live symbiotically with the earth. Absolutely. it's right. so- um. You know,
0: like you said, just three people just started this, but it's because the community just really embraced the idea, and believe me, there's 3,000 people that have been part of
1: Grow Green Morristown. And that's that's the exciting part, yeah. Is the, and I when I hear stories like that, particularly when I was at the fundraiser and was just blown away with, oh, it's just three of us, and we just had an idea, I love that because instead of feeling about what you couldn't do, You said, all right, what can can we do? Okay, so we can't have this space forever, but we can have it for a little while, and now it's forever. Okay, so we can't have three acres, but we can have a quarter of an acre, which actually was better for me because, you know, a lot of work had to go into putting that quarter of an acre together. Absolutely. So – Absolutely, you get what you need. Right. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely true.
0: another funny story with the community garden. I mean everything just, you know, we we kept thinking with hit we'd get no, 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 and we kept getting yes, yes, yes. We had no water to um get the um hook up to the town water system, even with the town doing a lot of the work and the MUA really helping us out was seven thousand dollars. We didn't have seven hundred dollars at the time. Right. We're standing on the plot, we look over to the left and a plumbing truck pulls in. Happens to be um Brian Keith Plumbing, his garages are next door, so we went over to talk to him to say, you know, do you have any idea how we could get water here? He's like, what? What are you doing? We're, well, we're going to put a community garden in here, and he, he looked over at it and he goes, that would be really cool. I'll put a spigot for you right there.
1: Oh my God! See, that's amazing. Just people really want this. They really want to work together. Um, they really they they really want to be part of their community in lots of different ways yes all you need to do is give them a way to be involved right and then and then I just love how it manifests you know so you have this idea and all we have to do is move forward the manifesting part of it how it's gonna all come out in the end like if you if you had thought well I can't do the urban farm without three acres right what if you had said that (laughs) that's it I'm sorry (laughs) But instead, you were given something that you could start with, which will manifest into something bigger, which manifests into, I'm very excited to see where, a year from now, where Grow a Green Morristown will be with that farm. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it didn't come from saying what can't happen. Like I want to be very clear about that. Even with my own thoughts and desires, as soon as I hear people start saying, well, we... What about we can't because we don't have this, or we can't have the community garden because we don't have water, right? Instead of how are we going to get water, right? And then zing, yeah. no that, there that, that person shows up and says, "I'll put a spigot in for right. <laughs> you." Really okay, makes you
0: um, believe in mankind.
1: <laughs> well, and and for me anyway, at least where I sit in believing, it makes me believe in the universe working for our higher good Mm -hmm. because a community garden or a farm that teaches children about food and how to work with our mother earth is a, is a higher form of being. And so the universe is going to support that higher, that higher vibration thought process because it's not just good for grow green Morristown or it's good. It's good for the entire, um, universe because the kids are going to leave morristown someday that's right and they're going to take this with them that's right and it's it's great for my my daughter to see
0: you know what three people can do that's right and how a community can really gather around you and and
1: now hopefully she's going to go out into the world and know that she can do anything right and it's very exciting that it's three women i have to say three women who just said Let's do this mm-hmm. and see where it takes us right. instead of, well, we can't. Right. That's stuff I talk to my children about a lot, in particular, because I feel like children come up against what they can't do all the time. And I say to them, mm, let's think about how we can do it. Let's think about how we will move forward. Let's let the universe take care of the details. Let's just try it. Right.
0: Yeah, we did not know where it was going to go. And it's it's been evolving and it's all been really good it's evolving into something even bigger and better than we imagined yeah that's
1: very exciting (laughs) Mm -hmm. um also carol you're a landscape architect so you come at this with an enormous amount of knowledge of the earth it's not you know so just just to hear what you were thinking of for me is a little mind-boggling because you go okay well i need this I, all the ingredients that comes together to create a garden, let alone a farm, let alone a community garden right. your knowledge is yeah, um,
0: so that was one of the things that was really great um, is that we all came to it with different experiences but we all wanted the same thing was we didn't want this school garden where kids got on a bus and had to oh, we're going to the urban farm today you know? <laughs> We wanted it to be like, yes, we're going to the urban farm. So everything we did, we tried to to make it really beautiful there. Um, we have, you know, painted our shed to look like a barn with some chickens on it. And everything is bright colors. And, um, you know, the whole experience should be a fun one. And so um, when we have um, open sales on Thursday nights, you know, and the community members come to buy some vegetables, you know, they hang out. It's a nice place right. to be. It's not um, just about again growing food it's about growing community right. um, and the community garden same thing it's really about community and we want it to look like a fun place like we want somebody to walk by there and say I want to be in there right. I want to go to their next potluck dinner I want to go to their bike and movie night you know mm-hmm. so that's what's really exciting also about being able to expand the um, community garden because um, we're going to be
1: designing this from the ground up now and uh, we but can you still have it, you still have an enormous amount of knowledge that you're bringing into this project because you do have to have some working knowledge of how I wouldn't know how to start. With yes, that. yes,
0: but because of my um, because I'm a landscape architect and I do a lot of project management. You know, it is easy for me to bring all the right people to the table to make sure that we have the the quantity of supplies, topsoil, wood, and things that we need. Right, um, and then also you know the design ability to make it. Um, look great Pretty. also. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. has to be inviting. <laughs> Which is
1: important to me. Right. <laughs> well, I've not, not only worked with Carol on, on other projects, but she's also done work for me in my home. And um, I know that you have a beautiful eye. I, I mean, I know that from personal experience with working with you. So, And it is it does matter. It absolutely matters.
0: Absolutely. So beauty is something that... Um, Touches something in your brain that's akin to um, awe, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. something that um, I don't know how to say this, but it's really important to us as human beings to have that feeling of something of beauty to look at. It's sacred and it's
1: divine. And sometimes I feel like the times I am closest to divinity or I mean, there are lots of different names for divinity, God, source, all that is. Mother Earth. Earth, That is when I'm in my gardens Mm -hmm. or sitting next to my little pond that has a little teeny waterfall. And I see the hummingbirds and the squirrels running and the birds swooping and babies chirping over here. And that feels very sacred to me. And and it has to be beautiful, too. Yes, yes. Because I think, really... Mother Earth makes the most beautiful everythings. Anyway, <laughs> she doesn't really need any That's help right. with that. <laughs> but we
0: need a little help turning an abandoned junkyard into right. a place of beauty.
1: Right. And then what a difference when you walk through that neighborhood. So it, it, it goes from being a place of, oh, God, I have to walk down there. And people do have to walk down there. That's where the high school is. There's, Very busy corridor, yes. Right. To... Oh my gosh, what's going on in there? What are they doing? What's that? Yeah. And then the high school kids, which are, you know, that's a that's a pretty intense time to be um a human, high school times. They walk by that vibrationally every day. It's like kitty corner to their school. They are picking yes. up on that vibration of happiness and joy and beauty and growth and Yeah. A, evolvement. Yes, and watching the community come together and
0: build something together. And right. It's all really good for them to see.
1: Yeah. Very exciting. Um, anything else that you want to tell us, Carol, about Grow It Green? How, please tell us how to reach you guys. How... You know,
0: sure. Okay. So um, the best place to reach out to us is on our website, which is www.growitgreenmorristown.com. Right. And from there, you can see all of our events. We have a lot of events that are open to the public um, on the Early Street Community Garden. We have beekeeping classes, and we do potlucks once a month where we'll have a band. Everybody brings a dish. So check out our website, our calendar on the website, to see when that happens. And that's open to the public. At the Urban Farm in the summertime, we also have some classes. We have a kitty camp that's coming up, so if you're interested in that, um, check out our website. And we do cooking demonstrations. We're going to start up again this year, which is really fun. On Thursday nights, we have area chefs come in and pick things from the garden and, and teach you how to use those. Um, oh, great. So our website's very informative that way. You can, you can contact us from there. You can sign up for our e-blast from there. And if you're on our e-blast, then you'll get to know that, for instance, today was an open volunteer day at the Urban Farm. So we were asking anybody who's interested in volunteering to come to the Urban Farm today to work with Farmer Sean, getting the gardens going. And tomorrow is a Cinco de Maya potluck dinner at Early Street Community Gardens. So um, if you get in our e-blast, you would know that that was happening too, and you could come out and join Um,
1: some like-minded people and that's great because the other thing I want to just tell my listeners is even if you're not in this area because this goes out to hundreds of thousands of people um, you can reach out to Carol and ask her how you can start a community garden in your hometown how can you get an urban farm going she can help you with that all right, everybody. So um, it's very exciting. Thank you so much, Carol, for being my guest. I, I'm very thrilled to have you here. I'll probably have you back if you would like to come. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> and everybody, thank you so much for joining in on Good Vibrations with Kristen.
0: Kristen wants to hear from you. Join in on the Good Vibrations Facebook page and share your stories of inspiration. And don't forget to keep checking for the next podcast.